1: Welcome to the Bradley Wiggins Show by Eurosport, sponsored by Cyclist Magazine. Today, another stage in the Giro d'Italia. Day for the breakaway and Britain's Alex Dowsett winning his second road stage of his career in a year where he's without contract next year. And on the day that I think he found out he's going to be a father. So congratulations from us all. And this is how Rob Hatch called it:
2: 500 meters for Alex Dowsett to enjoy. He's already done the hard work. He and his teammate Bradley have schooled the rest. They've played the game and they are gonna be the winners. One last obstacle to get around. Alex Dowsett will be wary of that dog. But as he comes to the line, he's going to do so as a history maker, a record setter, the first ever man to win a Grand Tour stage for the Israel Startup Nation. They now are a proper Grand Tour team. Alex Dowsett has won a road race in a Grand Tour. Alex Dowsett in Dreamland. A Gino d'Italia stage winner again. What a day. What a win. Alex Dowsett, take a bow. A moment to savour for the man from Malden. What a day. And not just for the rider himself. The team has finally arrived on the big time.
1: And joining me to talk about that win by Alex Dowsett is, of course, Eurosport's Brian Smith. Brian Brits represented in that front group today. course Matt Holmes was there, and Alex Dowsett pulled the win off. And you actually called it, didn't you, in the commentary booth?
3: Well, I, I you know, I, it's one of these things. You get, you get a sense. You know, being a rider, being a sports director, you, you watching it in television, you get a sense. Now's the time to go, and and Alex went at the right time. But even in the way in on the circuits, that steep climb. You know, when Brendley and uh, Alex Dowsett were dropped from the original breakaway, you thought, oh. Huh, here we go, it's not going to be their day. They did come back, they combined together, came back and it was perfect in the end.
1: Yeah, You know, there's a lot made of the race radios this day and riders not really thinking for themselves and stuff. Israel represented with two riders in that breakaway today. As a director sportif, what would you be saying to those riders in terms of using the numbers and and using the strength of each rider and in terms of how they attack, when they attack? Would that that call have gone to Alex to hit him early? Because every time he attacked, he didn't attack with the force of, say... Someone like Sorensen at the tour, where we saw him attack and it was all in. How would you have played that one as a director?
3: They're, they're not um, that type of rider. They don't have th- those quick accelerations, so you have to play to their strengths. It's once they get out there, they're hard to hard to bring back. And and a lot of the times, Brad, you'll know this when when you make those big accelerations. It's okay doing it for like two hundred meters, but after the two hundred meters, you actually feel it. So it was kind of soft accelerations, but at, at, at the right time. I said in the last 40 kilometers, once we get to about 30 kilometers, they really have to to start racing. And it's Israel startup nation that has to instigate it. But Puchio was straight on to Alex because he knows he's, you know, a wily old fox he has been around. He knew that, you know, once they start the one-two. But I was a bit, why is Brendley just rolling to the front? Why didn't he not keep attacking? And we saw it in the climb. They were just lacking that little bit of power in the climb. Uh, that that the, the force that uh, Puccio and Matt Holmes, Matt Holmes rode terrifically, yeah, yeah. but Israel startup nation having two riders, they played the one-two, and and I think they gained confidence from that. But I have to say, Brad, coming from domestic racing, because domestic racing here in in the UK, it's it's not going anywhere. For Matt Holmes to come from there into this race, he's already shown getting sure himself in the breakaway. Yeah, and well. what a stage for, for for him today?
1: Yeah, yeah. And obviously, the other big news today, um, Simon Yates has contracted COVID, which kind of gives us some answers as to why he was, you know, not himself at Aetna when there seemed to be no explanation for that. Um, that's quite a worry, isn't it? Because I think during the Tour de France, we got used to almost forgetting that this is still a problem, and it's come up more often than, than not recently, particularly with the likes of Amstel Gold and Paris-Roubaix, and now it almost... It's worrying for us all, isn't it? Even even us working here, you know, we kind of wonder if we're going to be able to see this race out.
3: After the Tour de France, I think the pro peloton became confident that we could get through a grand tour. And then it was a bit of a shock that Paris-Roubaix was, was cancelled. And, and like you say, last night after the stage, uh, Simon Yates got symptoms and he went straight to the doctor. These guys are getting um, their temperature taken three times a day. And um, it is, is a bit of a shock because... If Simon had it, the incubation time, he's in the peloton for the last few days. You don't know what's going to happen. So, yeah, I I, I feel for he's the first rider, yeah. in a Grand Tour that's, that's tested positive. A big so, player as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And the first, you know, the first big rider to to, to test and. Uh, <laughs> I just feel for for that team, but not only have they tested positive for for COVID, their, their leader, but they've already lost a couple of riders through injury, so they're already down to five riders. But I think that will make a bit of a difference for for the other teams. The other teams will look at, well, if Simon can get it, you know, any of us can get it. So I'm not saying that the teams are being complacent because I think um the teams are. There's are doing, only so much you can do, isn't it Do what they're doing, I think. You know, it's, it's when you're changing, you're going into a tail, you're trusting, you're doing what you can. It's, it's also it's riders times. tend
1: to share rooms together, don't they?
3: Well, in this race, I think I believe that they get single rooms. They get right. single rooms, yeah. but you know, you're touching things. People massage, are massage. You go to a massage. Yeah, you know, osteo, everything like that. You can but, only um, do so much, Brad, as you know yeah. that. Oh, absolutely. Um, and it's it's difficult to yeah. to to look at everything. I just think this could be a bit more of a. If any any teams were complacent, this is yeah. going to be a. Kick up the backside for them.
1: Well, our very own Orla spoke to uh, Mitchelton Scott's Matt White.
0: Matt, the worst case scenario essentially in this COVID uh, Giro d'Italia has played out for you. Simon Yates has gone home after testing positive. Tell us about how it all came about.
4: Uh, Obviously, Simon's performances in the the first week were uh, a little bit erratic. Obviously, we knew he'd come in here with very good, uh, very good form and. The condition that he had on Mount Etna, no one really could explain. And uh, obviously, our, our doctors have been monitoring him uh, and everyone else in the organisation daily. And uh, yesterday, after the stage, uh, he just uh, spoke with our doctor and uh, felt a little bit hot. Had a, and he had a mild, uh, a mild uh, temperature. And uh, so we contacted the organisation and they came to our hotel late last night and uh, tested firstly Simon and then. Uh, then after he returned a positive test, tested the the rest of our staff.
0: So a disappointment for the team, but as you say, the rest of the staff then had to be tested because Simon is clearly, even though he's operating in a race bubble, he's caught this from someone. So how much of a concern is this for the team? How much of a concern is this for the wider race?
4: No one knows how Simon contracted uh, COVID. Uh, at the end of the day, yeah, we, we are working in a bubble, but that bubble is also, also very diverse because we are changing hotels every day uh so yeah we're doing our best and all the teams doing their best uh to to wear masks uh, obviously pay a big attention to hygiene and uh we, we're getting tested pre-race uh, six days out three days out. obviously when we arrive and on the rest days but you know w- we can't control everything oh, okay,
3: guys. Like
4: uh, and we we can't control the people who are working who are working at the hotels we're staying at are not getting COVID tested uh, and at the end of the day, it doesn't take much for somebody to come in contact with uh, someone who's had, who's had uh, COVID. So no one knows the answer where, where Simon did uh, contract the COVID. But the main thing is that is he's doing well at the moment, very, very mild symptoms. And, uh, and no one else in our organisation has any symptoms or, or has the virus.
0: How confident are you Matt that this race will make it all the way to Milan now that we've had a key contender in the race having to go
4: home? Oh look, I, I'm not here to not here to speculate but we we're, we're just taking it we're just, take, being like we're just taking it day by day at the moment. And now, uh, and yeah. then uh yeah, yeah, we we can only control, what we can control and uh, and that is where we're negative at the moment. We're gonna go run through a battery of tests over the next couple of days, everybody in our organisation, and uh, and yeah, we'll go yeah. from there.
0: Yeah, okay. Simon is the third way. member of your team to have to go home. Um, how do you regroup Sometimes after? This? How do you concentrate on the race as it currently stands?
4: Yeah, look, we've uh, we've we've lost a few riders due to injuries and crashes, but uh, we've got a couple of young, talented Australians, and now it's a great opportunity for those guys to step up and. Uh,
1: Take the opportunity. So interesting. Now, Ola also did say off air to us early that she, um, Matt also went on to explain that how much and just how stringent the testing has been. And they've all tested, and the rest of the team so far have all come back negative after some. So that, that's quite reassuring for them, isn't it?
3: It is, but. It would still be a big worry for the team. As to Um, where he
1: contracted it in the first place, I think mentally, if if,
3: if you feel, I don't think we'll ever find out where it came from, but if you feel a bit unwell, you're going to go straight um, to the the sports directors, the doctors, and say, Look, I feel a wee bit unwell. And, you know, let's be honest here, all the way through a Grand Tour, you don't always feel brilliant these days where you feel bad and things like that. So it'll be in the back of a lot of the
1: riders' minds. Yeah. Also, in that interview, um, Ola also picked up on it. A rider comes back for a bottle from the team car while Matt is doing that interview um, and says, um, I'm not too feeling too great. I don't know if I'm being a hypochondriac. So it just shows you how, you know, fatigue or... As you pick up, as you know, Brian, during a stage race, can be maybe mistaken or the paranoia, the hypochondriac style that that, that kicks in. Cyclists are notoriously hypochondriacs, aren't they? Because the fragility of the 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 kind of the health you live on, because it's so draining. Of course, the riding, your immune systems are low, but they're also very skinny, aren't they, and very thin.
3: Yeah, and you know the the immune system's not that that great either. So it's 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 tough times, and it, it could get tougher. You know, will this race get to uh, Milan? That's the big thing because you know a lot of major sitters, cities are going into lockdown now, so it's it's troubling times. And I'm just so thankful, and I've said a, a few times in, in my commentary that I'm just so thankful that we're, we're seeing uh, racing. You know, we, we, yeah. we, that's a privilege. But we're, we're actually seeing racing. Absolutely. You know, there's there's a lot of sports that aren't aren't haven't got that. We still get the crowds at the side of the road. So yeah. that that's a. Big news that
1: Simon Yates has tested, although the rest of the team has tested negative. And on that, tomorrow, another GC day, we said earlier that Vincenzo Nibali, he's really the one who's kind of profiting through other people's misfortune, I guess, because, you know, maybe he's not the rider he was four or five years ago, but um, he's still quite wily, isn't he? And, um, you know, we've seen him kind of put the pressure on at times when Geraint Thomas was out the back the other day, Jakob Fulsang today. Normal circumstances, maybe want to wait with two weeks left of this race, but with the uncertainty... Um, there will be a cut-off point where the GC is taken as is. Um, so he might want to move tomorrow on this big GC battle day and, and get into that jersey, anticipating that that might happen.
3: Yeah, I think he will. And and he's always thinking and you know always looking at things. And I think there's no love lost between Phil Sang and Nibali. On, on Etna, they were, they were looking at each other. Yeah. And I believe that Fulsang um, said uh, and made a few comments about Sicily and being a little bit dirty and things like that. Neebley would have seen that and that might have been the, that the have grudge well. today when no. he punctured just push on a little bit make them he remembers a little bit things
1: harder. like that he's um he's very very um he reacts to things like that very he remembers him he doesn't forget me he, he drives us that sort of stuff um you know and it sort of reminded me a little bit forever's watched the last dance of michael jordan on you know the, the Netflix show this this summer you know he takes things very personally as michael jordan did so well i'm sure we'll all watch that with great interest tomorrow and we'll be back tomorrow with a a full podcast with graham and myself thanks brian once again for joining us as ever and speaking of graham here he is
2: this episode is sponsored by cyclist magazine listeners can claim the special offer of three issues for just three pounds cyclist magazine is a celebration of everything that makes road cycling special and every issue is packed with the most exhilarating cycle routes in-depth road bike reviews and expert opinion on everything from training plans and nutrition to kit and the latest tech. Simply visit cyclistmag.co.uk forward slash Bradley Wiggins to get your three issues for just £1 each. Offer available to UK residents only until 30th of September 2021. Check the website for full T's and C's.